Lucas McCann no show again. Lost last week. I think we should start with the overall season standings. I'm pretty sure Carl's in the lead by a very, very narrow margin. And Lucas McCann is essentially out of the running for the season based on his last two performances. And he owes us a lot of beer and he didn't come. And tonight we got some pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer? Mm -hmm. They're out. It's October, bro. Football is in full swing and COVID is taking over the NFL. What other team got a, it was the Saints, right? They tested positive for someone, but then the game went on anyways. Did they? Yeah. I didn't see that one. So the Titans-Steelers game, which was supposed to be a pretty good one because both teams are 3-0, yesterday was postponed Mm -hmm. indefinitely. Maybe they'll have a doubleheader like baseball, Carl. I think they moved it to like week seven. Did they? Yeah. So those teams just don't get, like this week is their buy essentially? I have no idea. But if their buys don't line up, I just, I don't understand how they figure that out. Yeah, someone's going to have a fun time rescheduling. So, someone's going to play NFL. twice in one week. I don't think they'll ever do that. No. I think they'd like cut a week out. Like you think maybe so? the last week of the year, they just cancel those games. So every team has 15 games and then they use that as a makeup week or something. Honestly, all you need is one more team to get COVID and then you just mix and match. Well, how many teams now? Three? Yeah, I think so. Then you just move the schedules around? Uh, yeah. So Cam Newton, right? Got COVID. Yeah, but his team's playing. Apparently, they took two different planes to this game and they had like the Cam Newton plane and everyone who was close with him or could have been tested for COVID and then the rest of the players. But the players are playing. Is everyone playing though? I don't know. I would assume most people are playing. I just, it's so weird how one, how does one person get it and not share it with the team? Because they all have different social circles. They're all doing different things. Oh! Oh. That was lazy. Edelman, he should retire. Maybe he should go to Tampa Bay with all the other uh, old washed up. (laughs) Gronkowski. Yeah. So the game, the Pittsburgh Steelers game is rescheduled for October 25th. It is? Yeah. What day? day Week is that? seven. Is that a Sunday? Like, do they just put it? October 27th is a Tuesday. 25th. Oh, 25th. 25th. Sorry. 25th is a Sunday. Hmm. I wonder if they had to move around their bye weeks or something. I wonder. I, I bet you they did. I bet you they did. And then Cam Newton gets it, but his team plays without him. Mm-hmm. Sans Cam Newton, and they uh, do not look very good. Neither has the Chiefs looked very good tonight, though. Other than that pick six, they're only up 17-10. There's a lot of teams right now in the NFL missing their quarterback, and it shows. Some ugly games this week. Ugly, ugly. Like? But super high scoring still throughout the league. Yeah. Defenses still haven't figured it out. Nope. Uh, just uh, for the for the Lions, the Saints, apparently it was a false positive. So that's why they played. Mm. It was a false positive test. Crazy. That's exciting that that's still happening. Mm-hmm. No, super good. Can you tell me why there is 60,000 fans at college football games and some NFL teams have zero? Miami Dolphins have 13,000, and the Chiefs tonight look like they have probably have about the same 15,000. That is a fantastic question, Eddie. 
I have no idea how college gets to do whatever they want. I think it was uh, in Georgia, the game that I was watching a couple on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, there's way more than 15,000 there. There's probably 30,000 there. 25? I'd probably say 25. Like it looks like it's a third full. Mm -hmm. What's a third of 70,000? 25-ish? Yeah, just under. There's a lot there. There is a lot there. When are we going to Seattle? Are they, do they have any plans of opening it up for everyone? I haven't, I haven't week heard by week I would assume right? as soon as it's announced, mm -hmm. all those like social media Seahawks accounts that I watch will um, <laughs> You'll know. post about it. There's a few other things before we get into the game that I want to ask you. Um, fans was one. I have a big problem with this. Mm -hmm. It actually made me very angry, and it took me about 24 hours to calm down this week. <laughs> a full Tristan, 24. Tristan Hill, yeah. the guy who tried to tear Chris Carson's leg off last week and sprained his knee, but it could have been a lot worse, was fined $6,300 mm -hmm. for that play. So not much. Not much at all. If you reverse engineer... His salary compared to like a normal human being in Canada who makes what is the average salary? 50K, I'm going to say. It's like fining the person 50K for a speeding ticket, like $1.25. So not much, eh? And he probably doesn't even pay that. I bet you his team pays that for him. So I think the number is low. And we talked last week about how I think. Like, it's confusing to a football fan why New York is kicking out Quandre Diggs from a game mm -hmm. who is not intentionally trying to hurt someone and they're fining someone else $6,500 who is intentionally trying to hurt someone. And Tristan Hill had two situations, right? The first was Chris Carson and then he went uh, helmet to helmet with Russell Wilson. And he got fined another $6,300. Yeah. yeah. It, was like a, it was like a weird number, 6344 For a total of 13044 Dollars, yeah, yeah, weird. So, thir sorry, sixty-three twenty-two or something. But, but he didn't get kicked out, right? He got to finish the game. Mm -hmm. So, I'd also like to relate it to another story that has happened this season already. Pete Carroll was fined one hundred thousand dollars for taking his mask on and off during a game, and the Seahawks, as a as a team, were fined two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So, Jeez. the NFL is now classifying wearing or taking on and off your mask what is the math on that 25,000 times worse than trying to injure trying to injure someone that's what it looks like yeah <laughs> don't give covid to anyone i guess can you can you explain that to me no you're an unbiased third party i can't denny i cannot am i the only person that thinks that's hilariously outrageous and he's fine so little as $350,000 for taking your mask on and off during a game around people that you're with 18 hours a day yeah. seven days a week yeah yeah in your bubble versus trying to intentionally injure people gets $6,300 was it Quandry Diggs's hit that much worse, his helmet to helmet? I mean, a helmet to helmet is a helmet to helmet, right? No so why don't, you, why don't you kick coaches out for taking their mask off? 
The refs take their masks off. Should the refs get kicked out? You're going to have to leave, sir. New York's going to have to come on the big screen. They're going to have to have a live stream on the big screen, just kicking people out. Referee number 117, please leave the field immediately. <laughs> what Security. the fuck is happening, man? This league is turning to shit. No, I agree. That was a Who's bullshit. making these policies? Who's making these rules? I don't know. Someone who doesn't play football much. Why don't they unmask themselves and they should be on TV sitting in the corner. They should have a little live stream camera in the corner of every single football game mm -hmm. with the New York, like, whatever, whoever they are. What, I, what are the those people's job titles? The Illuminati? Uh, I don't know. Administrator of bullshit. <laughs> Running the league, yeah. Fuck them, man. That's fucking comical. It's really bad. Especially because it like really looked like he was trying to injure him. Oh, he 100% was 100%. trying to injure him. And Quantre Diggs' hit was just helmet to helmet. It was just a clean, well, not clean, but a clean helmet to helmet. I'll say that. He didn't try to injure him. He was just trying to make a play, right? He and tried he to make a play. Out? The receiver lowered his head. Their yeah. heads hit each other. Yeah. Then I would also like to bring up a, another play that happened in our game this weekend where Chris Carson on a rush to the right side, the safety does, I would say, a pretty similar football move to what Quandre Diggs did. Mm -hmm. Clearly hits his helmet, crown of his helmet, square in the head of Chris Carson. Mm -hmm. Knocks out Chris Carson. He was out cold. Out cold. His arms went limp. He dropped the football. And... There is no penalty. Quandre Diggs received a 15-yard penalty. Mm -hmm. Quandre Diggs got kicked out of the game, and this guy had nothing. Dude. How is that any different? I think the NFL just hates the Seahawks. This, there is no difference. There's absolutely no difference. It seems Well, it seems hilarious that Pete Carroll is one of three NFL head coaches to get fined $100,000 yeah, for right? putting his mask on and off. When every I've watched a lot of NFL football this year. Every single coach on the sidelines has their mask off 25% of the game. Oh, yeah. And they're still doing it. Even like this Sunday, they're all, a lot of coaches were just pulling it off, saying something, pulling it back nonstop, just back and forth. Totally. The referees are doing it too. Yeah. They're talking to players and you can't hear anything underneath <laughs> a fucking scarf. So they're pulling it down, talking to the players and then close. putting it back yeah. up. They get close to a player, pull it down, talk to them. It's such horseshit, man. It's like, what's the point of it then? Honestly, that one on that one on Carson this week. I know I can bitch about the fines and how unequal they are, but like the hit on Carson was as bad or worse than the one on that Diggs had a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I can't believe Carson came back after that too. Unfazed. What a soldier, man! <laughs> he was fully knocked out. Fully knocked out. Yeah, and no penalty. But I mean, he he did his protocol, and I guess he passed. I don't know. Suspect. Do you think they have like a baseline? So I always think like... A baseline for... If you go into a tent for concussion protocol, yeah. and let's say you're not the smartest dude out there, and they're asking you questions that you're not going to answer correct He's regardless. He's just being himself, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Sounds like Chris Carson. You know, like, I'm not saying Chris Carson's right. a dumb guy, but like just using this as an example. And, yeah. What is the baseline? No, I agree with you. <laughs> and I feel like concussions affect different people in different ways too. I bet you some people 100%. are way better at hiding it too, right? Or it's not as effective. Maybe you don't see it as much in their eyes or whatever, but he got knocked out cold. 
He went in the tent. You could and see he came his back. arms. Like his arms just went like this, and then he dropped the football. I don't know. It's a suspect. But he had a very good game. He had a great game. 16 rushes, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Best game of the year. Yeah. Rushing, anyway. Um, all right. I'm, I may remember things as this podcast moves along to bitch about, but I, I'm pretty sure those are my three bitch notes of the, of the evening. <laughs> we got through them. And backup quarterback throws another interception. You asked me earlier what backup quarterback really shocked me, and it was the, the, the San Francisco game. That was tough to watch. Man, that guy's bad. 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 They would have been better off just telling the other team, we're mm-hmm. running the ball 100% of the time. They would have had a better chance at winning the game. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I it agree. It was embarrassing, Carl. And there was a couple other ones, wasn't there? The third string guy came in and looked like a rock star. Out of nowhere, yeah. I never just heard of that up. guy. But Mullins, Mullins is not someone that is going to be getting a contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so bad, man. I was watching that game last night, and the only reason I kept watching is because I really enjoy the cringeworthy moments. Yes. And the entire game I was The entire on. game, yeah. Ooh, he really threw it over there? Oh, that was bad. That was a bad read. I asked you this before, <laughs> but do you think a quarterback is the most important position in any of the sport to its team? In any sport? In any sport. Take, I mean, replace anyone in any sport, you know? I can't even, so like, obviously we're talking about team sports. Yeah. I can't even think. Golf of, would be tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remove Tiger Woods from his career. <laughs> like, yeah, of course. The next player is not going to do that well. No. Nope. I honestly can't even think of another position that is worth a conversation. Right. I don't, like, I can't think of one. I can't think of another position where having a backup in the in the game hurts you as much as this position. Like in soccer, there's too many people on the field. Too many, yeah. So like, let's say center mid is the most important position in, in a soccer team. If you have one center mid injured and you have a backup in, yeah, sure, they're maybe not distributing the ball as well or creating as many scoring chances as you usually get, but you also have another center mid next to you that is supposedly equally as good. And you have 10 other guys on the field that like the scores just don't options, like yeah, yeah. same as hockey like hockey players only play like 15 yeah, minutes a game quick. so like if one of your if Sidney Crosby or whoever the best hockey player is I don't know I haven't watched hockey in 15 years so maybe Sidney Crosby is like 87 now I'm not sure I would say basketball is pretty close probably the closest but it's not a singular position it's, no position no it's more of an individual exactly and you can still run an offense even if you don't have that individual, right? Correct. Whereas in the NFL, let's say Russell Wilson is injured and doesn't play next game. And we have, what's our backup guy's name again? <laughs> He's been there for a while. He's just never seen a snap. So like you'd never say his name. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> You're going to pull up? Yeah. Uh, Geno Smith. Geno. Yeah, I know. I do like Geno. When Geno's in the game... The whole offensive scheme is changed. It's changed. Right? Yeah. Like in 2020, the Seahawks are finally revolving the offense around Russell Wilson. When Geno Smith or whatever the Mullins dude's yeah. name, yeah. whatever he was, I don't even know his first name, Chris. 
Chris Mullins was a basketball player, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> was it? Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's Chris. I don't. I can't remember his name. Ryan? I don't know. Some. It was some like generic white guy name. Nick Mullins. Nick. I, see, I did. Yeah, generic white guy. <laughs> if Nick Mullins is in the game, like the whole offensive scheme has to change. And then like for the Seahawks, let's say specifically, they're going back to a run first offense. You have to. Just because they don't have a playmaker there that's going to... Like you like you don't have like the feeling like between the receivers and the quarterback that's not there right? There's so many factors. It's you have special plays for Russell that only he could run, right? That now you got to stay away from. It's actually insane. You go back to like a simple offense, right? So it's simple. like power power runs. Yeah, yeah. You know, a couple play action like out patterns. You know, like it's super simple. You bring back a fullback. Like yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Where, there's no read options no. happening. No. Like there's no rollouts where like four receivers are running long cross patterns where Russ has to make someone miss to even allow the Great receiver time. to get down the field. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I on like speak up if you have another position in any other team sport. Like, not that I know all team sports well. I uh you ever watched that show Home Game? No, never. You should watch it. Okay. What is it? It's uh it's a Documentary on Netflix. I think there's eight episodes. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You're seeing it now. I am trying to f figure out the right words to like accurately describe the show, but it's like it goes into like really different countries and shows their really unique sport that they've played for like hundreds and hundreds of years. So there was one in one of the like first episodes, I think. Maybe, yeah. I think that photo right there yeah it is it's some little town in italy yeah. sicily maybe what is it is it sicily i don't know if it says there know. it's some little town in italy that has been playing this like mixture of soccer rugby and bare knuckle boxing yes. <laughs> yeah yeah so there's a ball and the net there's a net at the end that's only like three feet high maybe and yeah. it has kind of has like a hockey board in front of it mm -hmm. so let's say the board is like four and a half feet high and then the net is the next three feet yeah and it goes all the way across the field <laughs> what the so hell? being a goalie is the most difficult position Just in the world back and forth well, the goalie has to go the entire Jeez. length of the field let's say the field i don't know what a what a soccer it's probably almost nah what's an nfl stadium 40 yards wide maybe something like that i think so so let's say it's half of that let's say it's 20 25 yards mm -hmm. wide roughly this I can't remember. It was called like Spaca Napoli or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> but the game, there's like 20 guys on each side. Yeah. And the first, let's say 10 minutes are just guys beating the fuck out of each other. Bare knuckle boxing. So no one's even going for the so, ball. So that the guys in the back, mm -hmm. so they have like the enforcers oh, in the front okay, okay. who just fight each other. And then the guys in the back who are like the skill players who actually try to score. So you have like a basically line. just wait until the line in front of them is on the ground. And I think once you hit the ground, you have to stay down for the rest of that point. Like so you get knocked out, get pushed down, or pinned. If you or? get tackled, yeah, you have to stay down okay. until someone scores a goal, and then it like resets. Mm -hmm. So the like the score of these games is like nine seven. It's kind of like lacrosse scores, like thirteen to four. You know, like high scoring. And every point, guys are just beating the absolute piss out of each other. That's crazy. So 
I wouldn't imagine in a sport like that, there's someone that if they're out on injury really <laughs> changes yeah. the course of the game. <laughs> so I'm think, I'm trying to think of like full perspective here. Because that guy would be targeted first every time. <laughs> right? Yeah. Three guys would go after him. Oh my God. He's dead, yeah. Then I think of like basketball. I couldn't name one position. It's more just like stars are usually shooting guards or like power forwards, right? I like. I mean, like, take someone like LeBron. I mean, you run the like the game goes through him, right? He has the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have a position. But I mean, you take LeBron out, you you still have other guys, and you can still run your offense, right? Guys are still in the same position, kind of thing. You can still win games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if LeBron's out for twenty games in a in a season, it doesn't ruin your season. That's one what one quarter of the season. Correct. If Russell Wilson is out for four or five games, it's a fucking problem. The season is over, and you're game planning for next year, right? <laughs> What if Gino fucking shows up? I don't know if he was anything like Chris Mullins. Oh like, my god, it was shockingly bad. I am really pumped to see that the Niners are what two and two. Yep. We have the best division in football by far, and I think we have the only division that no team is below five hundred, which is kind of pretty cool. And then on the other side of the spectrum, the Philadelphia Eagles squeak out. <laughs> A real tough game against probably one of the worst backup quarterbacks in NFL history, Chris Mullins. They squeak out a win. They're one, two, and one, and they are currently leading their division. <laughs> Insane. This is the exact same thing that happened last year. What is happening, man? Everyone was all over the Cowboys again this year, eh? All, all over them. But they they're can- one and three. They cannot play defense. And, and they've they- lost to a couple bad teams. They've given up like 200 points over the last four weeks. What was the? Didn't they give it like forty nine this week? They did to Cleveland. Yeah, to Cleveland. Cleveland's three and one. Who's Cleveland beat? Cleveland has beat. They lost to the Ravens. Got shit pumped. They beat the Bengals. They beat a team with no name, and then they beat the Cowboys. <laughs> no, it's still not the toughest schedule. Maybe you never know. Like the Cowboys may give up their name based on how poor the last ten years have gone. I mean, Dak Prescott is playing out of his mind right now, but there's absolutely no defense. His he, numbers are huge. He's just playing as bad. But he defenses. has to. He's. I think he's put up 450 yards every single game this year. They lost to the Rams, who are decent. They're three decent. and one. They're playing pretty well too. They beat the Falcons in a crazy like 25 Shoot point out. comeback. Yeah. yeah. They're down like 20, 24 or something. Then they lost to the Seahawks, and then they lost to the Browns. It's not like they're playing rock star defenses. No. The no. Rams probably have the best defense out of their who they've played so far. And next week they have the Giants. So if they don't beat the Giants, I am completely I'm saying it here. I'm completely writing off the Cowboys from twenty twenty if they do not win next week. I'm with you against for sure. the New York Giants. Who are 0 and four. This can be a division game. So the Cowboys can come in first, right? Or I guess who the Eels play next week? Man. Like, again, I say I'm a big football fan, but I'm really just Steelers. a big Seahawks fan. Yeah. I am not interested at all in who, <laughs> who we're talking about. Who knows? Who the Philadelphia Eagles are playing. They're one, two, and one. I feel you like know, I- like, I'll pay attention when Kansas City's playing, if they're playing another, like, decent team. If they're playing the team with no name or if they're playing Miami, like, I'm not, I'm not paying attention. 
if they're playing New England, I'll probably watch, but Cam Newton is not playing, so it's kind of uh, like if it's Casey doesn't same. win this game, yeah, it's tomorrow morning we're talking about what's wrong with Kansas City. 100%. Right? Yeah. Whereas if Cam Newton was playing and it was a really close game and like New England kicks a field goal at the end of the game and they win by two or something. It's a good game. It's a, it's what you're supposed expected, right? Totally. Like they played Seattle pretty close. Even though it, the way the game went was super strange. I think that Seattle is a better team and they won by one yard. <laughs> that was an insane But I like finish. the pick six at the beginning of the game was just stupid. We now we're digressing back to previous. Should games. we get into my, the Dolphins game? Yeah, it was a bit of a strange game. It was very strange. Honestly, knowing how many injuries were on defense, I wasn't like I wasn't surprised to see it closer than it should have been. Mm-hmm. It was seventeen fifteen in the early in the fourth quarter, right? Mm-hmm. And at that point, like I'm not really nervous. I look at what we have on offense and I look at Russell Wilson, who's the best quarterback in the league, who has built a career on winning late in games. Mm -hmm. I look at, man, something I want to ask you, talk to you about is how scary is DK Metcalf right now? So he's still, uh, I talked about this a lot last week. Early in the game, we had a couple huge like, these are huge drops, Carl, that is happening. It right hurts. Now. And it's really disappointing to see. I think this is the most star-studded offense yeah. I've ever seen Seattle have. And I've been a Seattle Seahawks fan since 2005. So that's 15 years. I've never seen this many weapons on offense. It's really disappointing to see those guys who I think are superstars in the NFL drop the ball on third and seven. It happened twice early in the game. It's always early on. It's a, man, it's such a momentum killer. It completely changes the momentum of the game. When you have a third and seven, Tyler Lockett is wide open over the middle for 15 yards and hits him in the chest and falls to the ground. And this is not just Lockett. It's happening with Metcalf. It's happening with a few other guys. Happened twice early. One was Metcalf. One was Lockett. Man, the second, it's third, and fourth week this has happened. Right now, Metcalf is tied for first in the NFL for most yards, and he's making these mistakes. He's tied for first in the NFL for most yards at 403 with Stefan Diggs. Really? Mm hmm. I would not have guessed that. Me neither. And he's behind in targets and whatever. So he's just making the play. His uh, yak is 25.2. No, sorry, that's not the yak. That's that's definitely not correct. That's Twenty-five yards no, after catch. Could you imagine? <laughs> sorry, I guess that's the. I guess his play average is twenty-five point two yards right now. Per catch per is catch twenty-five is yards. Twenty-five yards, yeah. Highest in the NFL. So you ask me what I think, how how good he could be. He's, I think, physically, he's like generational specimen. I just, he needs to figure out these stupid little drops, these little dumb mistakes, you know. Is it him being cocky? I don't know. But he needs to log in. How old is he? Lock in. This is his second year. No, third. Third? Second. Second. Last year's a rookie. Guess how old he is. Can you grab the uh, pumpkin one? He's 23. (sighs) He's 17, dude. No, he's 22. (laughs) (laughs) 97, man. Can you imagine playing high school football? 
against no. Well, like it's like playing high school basketball against LeBron, right? Yeah, it's crazy. In grade, in grade eleven, he's like what six eight, two hundred and twenty five. Oh pounds. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's Wait. jumping from the free throw line and dunking over you. It's not fun. What are you supposed to do? Nothing. It's not fun. Man. Honestly, I was uh, I was thinking about this after the game on Sunday. Is like, how long is this Seahawks team gonna be good? Because I watched uh, Mr. Chris Mullins there last night, and it got me thinking of like when yeah. the Russell Wilson era is over. Which he's thirty one years old. I think he signed a four year contract. If I'm correct, I can't remember. I think it was four. I think it was like two hundred forty million four years. I think mm. is what it was. So and he's in the first year of that, I believe. So he's contracted till thirty four years old. Mm-hmm. Let's say he stays for the entirety of his career in Seattle, and he retires at thirty nine. So he doesn't go out all washed up and shit like Tom Brady. What happens next in Seattle? And I and I'm slightly fearful of those days, but I also think of that's eight years left. Yeah. And that's right. eight years in the peak of his career. Like I think he's a guy that is so intelligent and has a great arm that is going to be a top three quarterback in the league until he is done. Like he's he's an Aaron Rodgers. Yes. He's a yeah. Peyton Manning. He's a Tom Brady. High IQ, smart, makes to- a play. Totally. His legs are going to go. He'll probably just figure out a different way to play around that, right? But look at Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Like they didn't uh-huh. never had legs their yeah. entire career. They're being pushed around in a wheelchair out there. And they're playing great. And what I like, the last couple of years, you've seen it a lot more. Early in his career, he used his legs a lot more be just because they're, he wasn't surrounded by um, as many weapons as he is he now. to make plays himself, yeah. But he he's using his... Almost like agility. Mm-hmm. It's not even quickness. Like he's not quick. He's just like elusive. Is his, that a good word? Like his change he doesn't of pace get is hit. Good. No, he doesn't. He just gets out of the way. And like defensive linemen are so thick. Yeah. Is the word big boys that they can only go north south. <laughs> That's because so you get an MCL tear. Yeah. yeah. If you just oh shit. <laughs> Can you, can you grab me a knock? <laughs> if you just like slightly move out of the way. Yeah. He's not getting they can't. No, they can't. Yeah. For to answer your question, I think it depends when Russell Wilson is going to see his drop off and how big of a drop off is going to be. Do you think play. that's going to happen though? I don't, do you think he just walks away peak? I mean, something has to happen. I think he just, depend- I think he finds a different way to like play the game. <laughs> and I guess it depends on his teammates and his weapons and who he has, right? The point of the (laughs) the point of me bringing this up was just like I was thinking about it this week of like how brutal it's gonna be one day to to go from Russell Wilson to Chris Mullins. You pray you have a good GM a good front office staff that they find you a good rookie, right? And that well, transition isn't so bad. I think that's what um, Green Bay was Exa- doing was this year, say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just, you know, you want to find your Aaron Rodgers to your Brett Favre, right? And then you have someone working with Russ that potentially has 
you know, the I should say the potential to take over the team down the line. That and it needs to be someone who is not super ego driven. Hundred percent that can sit on the sidelines for two or three years and just learn. Waiting, yeah, yeah, right. In and someone like that, I don't know if Green Bay has gotten that guy in the game at all. I don't even know who it is. So, but like someone like that, do you try to work into football games? at some point just to get them some sort of reps. Like if you're up by 17 in the fourth quarter with four minutes left, mm -hmm. put them in or do you just ice games with Russell Wilson? Like, it's a tough... Like he's, a, It all depends on that quarterback too. His relationship with the starting quarterback, yeah. how, how that's going to all work out. There's so many factors, but I think the most important thing is, yeah, eventually he's going to have to get looks because you're going to put him in when your top guy's hurt and it's going to be a nightmare if yeah. it's his first time in. So you have to find ways to get those guys' looks. I don't know, give him more, like let him start against worse teams or if it's a blowout, you put him in, but there has late, to be that late relationship. Late in the year, like if you've wrapped up the division. 100%. You're holding you on. Let him start a game, yeah, yeah. Because especially too, like you got to figure out with your, like your timing with the receivers and everything. So like, there's so, football's hard, man. It's such <laughs> a weird sport. sport. Nothing is like it. No. Like even on Sunday... The Seahawks were up seven, maybe something like that, seven or eight. Uh, Shaq intercepts that pass. Yes, we get the ball and we score really quickly. I think we were up nine at that point. Yeah, so it was up sixteen or seventeen. Sixteen. It was thirty-one, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. There's three minutes left. Donald Trump's. I can't watch it. So we're like mesmerized by it. <laughs> His his movements are so robotic. Like all he he <laughs> just does the hand. Like, oh man. man, that's another fucking conversation. Another Jesus. One. Um. But like you're up sixteen with four minutes left. In most, like, how do you relate that to other sports? Fourteen is not that much. Like no, it's two scores, right? Miami scores pretty quickly and has an onside kick. If they get the onside kick, they tie the game in less than three minutes. Football is weird like that because. Football, like, there's no other sport that you hold onto your possession as long, like, you know, because no one can really come in and take it away from you. You have to yeah. play the play. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest difference. Oh, it's tough. Football is a weird sport. I know we're not talking much about the game. The, the game was anticlimactic for me. It was a game that we were supposed to win that we won. I don't. There was two guys that I thought played really well, and I'm hoping that is a sign of good things to come, which were Shaquille Griffin had his best game of the year by far. Yep. Uh, like, he's been real suspect in coverage this year so far. Yeah. And was phenomenal. Like, a bunch of knockdowns, a pick in the fourth quarter in crunch time. I thought he played really, really, really good. And then KJ Wright was an absolute beast. Huge. He was huge. He was like, he was the Jamal Adams this week. He yep. was everywhere. He was in on every play. He had a couple huge hits. Who it was really fun watching that guy this week. Bobby Wagner is just like a guy that gets 12 tackles a game. Every game. And you're so like, consistent. Yeah. yeah. That's Bo just Wright, what he does. Right? Who replaced Jamal Adams? Uh, was it Ashton Davis? No, Ryan Neal, I think, started Ryan at... He actually did okay. He didn't look that bad. So he had another pick. 
He's, I think he's a rookie. Is he a rookie? Click on him. That's a good, um, Ryan Neal. 24. First season. Yeah. From South Illinois. Yeah. I mean, like, he's not a Jamal Adams, but like, he's not, I don't think he's just, he's just not as versatile. No one's going to be. I mean, replacing Jamal Adams, his energy and what he brings is going to be impossible. But it's nice to have a guy that you can put in when Jamal needs that break. And, like, I don't think you really... When when you have rookies playing, you don't really know what they're going to bring until they're in a few games. Mm -hmm. The experience is so important, I think, in the NFL. And, uh, yeah, it's exciting to see young guys like that have really good games. Yep. Like, I'm hoping Jamal Adams is back next week. People are saying, we don't no. know. Primetime against the Vikings. Vikings are one and three, I think. Yeah, they just won their most recent game. Really? Pulled Gorney's going to be out for two weeks? That's what they're saying. Really? It must have been pretty bad, pulled groin. Who's like his on, on his own terms, too. He's just rushing the quarterback and he yeah. like juked funny and... I don't know. Weird. Uh, David Moore was fantastic last game. David Moore was awesome. I think he only had three catches, but the two of them were huge. One of them was on like third and long. He was wide open down the sideline. And then that touchdown catch was phenomenal. Yeah, three catches, 95 yards. That touchdown catch was so much fun to watch, man. Lockett had a quiet game. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. It like was we weird. You just couldn't work him into the offense. Usually he's so good on like second and seven and he's like catching the ball for six yards or, you know, whatever. He'd even have a catch until the fourth. I know. Do you think he goes up to the rest like halftime is like, hey, don't forget about me? No, because Russ hit him in the chest in the first quarter and he <laughs> dropped it on third and nine or something. And he's he would have like, given us the first down. And Russ probably said, go fuck yourself, catch a damn ball. I'm going to DK now. And, you know, and uh, Greg Olson hasn't been a pleasant surprise, too. Yeah, he had that one bad game. Week two is not good. That stupid pick off his catch, but... He was not good. He had, like, a couple drops. He had he had a big false start penalty at the end of the game. Um, But, yeah, I think he's just going to be a solid dude for, like, exactly what they picked him up for. Do you think they're going to start going to Disney more? I think they're they're pretty happy with their tight end situation right now. It's hard to not have so many weapons, that, right? right? Yeah, just throw it. Like Luke Wilson's not going to get any playing time because the other the two guys ahead of him are so good. Hollister too, right? Yep. It's weird to I don't are they dressing for tight ends? I don't think so. Luke Wilson's maybe not dressing. No, because Hollister is a good um, special teams guy. Yeah, he plays on kick and kick return. I think. <laughs> And punt, punt. The punt return? But Luke Luke Wilson's not that guy. He's like a bigger, bigger tight end that is not going to be a fast guy running and making tackles down the field. I mean, he's a good blocker, but yeah, he's not going to make the play. No. Especially when you have those three guys ahead of him, it's tough to play him. <clears throat> What's next, Denny? Well, let's talk quickly about the running back position because... Carson's got a little bit beat up in the He's last fine. couple of weeks, man. <laughs> I know you have him on your fantasy team. I know you want him to catch the ball and rush for 100 yards and get four touchdowns every week. But 
He just plays so hard. Carlos Hyde was out this week. Shoulder, yeah. Chris Carson, like, I hope is healthy right now, but I'm really concerned about his noggin. Um, it was kind of cool to see DJ Dallas in the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rookie. I thought he looked, like, pretty good. I thought he had a... Um, he only rushed for... Uh, OCX fumbles. He Chris two Carson carries. won because he got knocked out. Yeah. <clears throat> two carries, eight yards. Oh, he only had two carries. It's something like his name was said a little bit more. He had two, two rece- receptions. Two receptions. I don't know. I, I kind of like that guy. I would like to see him a little bit more. Would you like to see him ahead of Homer? It seems like they're interchangeable now. I don't know what, like... This is my beef with the rushing game right now. So it's clear that Seattle has become a pass-first offense, mm-hmm. which makes sense when you have the best player in the league. And three stud receivers at a pretty good tight end core and Chris Carson, maybe top three backs out of the backfield. Yeah. Like I'd on pass plays, top three in the league. That's a top five. Alvin Kamara. Saying. Oh God! Stud. Really do this? Yeah, like he's probably number one. Christian McCaffrey, out of the backfield, he's good. Oh yeah, yeah. I would say he's probably even better than Alvin Kamara. Really? Yeah, he's injured right now, so we're not hearing much about him. Hmm. I'm picking Alvin Kamara. If I'm <laughs> if I'm starting a franchise today, my number one pick is Russell Wilson. Alvin Kamara's probably up there. If that you, guy's a fucking stud. If man. you picked Kamara last year, you would have been greatly disappointed. I know he didn't have a good year. He's just a roller coaster guy. Is he? Yeah. Last year he did nothing. He had so many injuries. Like he did nothing. And now this year he's back to what he was two years ago. I thought he's looked really good. Somewhere. Really good. Really, really good. But Carson is really good out of the backfield. Yeah. And maybe it helps that the Seahawks wide receiver group is so good. It just creates so much space. Totally. Yeah. What were we talking about? Any and everything. You were saying the uh, we're you're the rushing game. We're moving away because we're passing now. Yeah, I'm not totally, totally sure where I was going with that, but <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with the buddy there. But <laughs> bring us home, Denny. <laughs> so the defense once again was not fantastic. No, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is bottom ten quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> it's amazing that guy still gets a paycheck. Man, why? Is there no they one can't younger? Find anyone Someone from college? It's unbelievable. Give a young guy a chance, man. The <sighs> Dolphins are one and three. They're not going to make the playoffs. They've been tanking like, this entire decade. How have they not got a decent draft pick? Like, who is their backup quarterback that is the rookie? Taglila Lovanino? Oh, he's on the Dolphins? Why is yeah. he playing? I don't know. Huh. Fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to spell that. Oh, Tua Tagovalia. Valia. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because he had so much hype. I don't think he's... Has he even played it down? No, sir. I wonder why. <clears throat> like, when you're a shit team, so I, I think, like, the Seahawks in eight years from now when Russell Wilson retires. You never know. Like, I, th- I feel like our front office staff has gotten real good at drafting. Mm-hmm. So I 
feel like they're going to make some moves to make this not happen. But if you ever find yourself in the New York Giants situation or the New York Jets situation or the Miami Dolphins situation or insert shit NFL team here, <laughs> you might as well put a young guy in who's just going to get better with experience than what? have this old fucker who's on the way out who's been with eight NFL teams in his career. Look at the Browns. Like Look at the Bills not, right now. He's not a guy that is no. going to win football games and get you to the playoffs. Nope. So why not just put a young guy in, let him learn, and in two years from now, he could be a superstar because he's learned so much. Like, Whereas if he sits oh, on yeah. the bench for two years, nothing. then you got to go through the two years of learning. Mm -hmm. Look at the teams that are doing good right now. Like I said, Cleveland and the Bills, both teams that struggled for the last decade, right? Never would have made the playoffs. Cleveland, both, who's Cleveland Baker? Guy? Baker Mayfield. Both have young guys. Is he and are letting them do the thing. Cleveland's playing pretty good right now, three and one, putting up points. He's okay. Well, they got Diggs. Yeah. Well, no, they have uh, Odell Beckham. No, where'd Diggs go? He went Buffalo. to the Bills. Buffalo, yeah, yeah. He went. Josh Allen, right? They're 4 0. Yeah. Young guy. You know that we play the Bills, right? Mm hmm. That's going to be a good game. Wouldn't that be fun if they're both, uh, what week is that? <clears throat> Next week, we got the Vikings, Sunday Night Football. Then mm -hmm. we got a bye. Then we got the Cardinals, Niners, Bills. That'd be, yeah. Sunday, November 8th, week nine. Both teams could be 7-0 and going into the game. Another team, Cincinnati. They got Joe Burrows now, right? Cincinnati shit, though? <laughs> They're not very good, but... There's promise. I think it's better than riding these old quarterbacks with no hope. I totally agree. I don't know. Like, I also think Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. What, what is happening over there? They're 3-1. and one, I get it. They won two shit games that they shouldn't have won. Mm -hmm. They're not, like, who's in their division? They have a shit division. They have a really bad division. <clears throat> The, they are in the NFC South, so the Panthers, the Falcons, and the last team was the Saints. So the Saints are the only good team there. Well, the Falcons, uh, the Panthers, and the Falcons. The Falcon. We that should be the new name <laughs> of the Washington football team, the Washington Falcons. Is it like a falcon with fal or uh, now I'm confused. A jaguar with falcon wings or what? It's like a, a falcon with a panther? cat head. <laughs> What are I feel like in? I'm on the office right now and I'm Michael Scott and I'm just making <laughs> up what are those things called? Birds or animals like ligers? He was, like, he was making up like Indian gods in one episode. <laughs> so yeah, that's their division. So the Saints are the only ones. What do you think of our defense this week? I don't know. I think we still need more consistency. I mean, it wasn't the worst. It's the Dolphins, so it's so tough too. 15 points. I think consistency is the biggest thing that we need to focus on. And those like those lapses, right? Those little early mistakes. If we can clean those up in the first quarter, quarter and a half, and then Russ comes in to finish the game, I think no team is going to touch us. Well, I thought overall the defense probably had their best game of the year. I think so too. Without Jamal Adams... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, 
the offense Obviously struggling. Obviously losing Bruce, Bruce Irvin early in the, in the year. Mm-hmm. We, the first f- four big drives that Miami had, we held them to field goals. Yep. Four or five. I think it was five. They had 15 at one point. I like that in the red zone, they've been pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's, Surprisingly, what wins, that's what wins a lot of football games is holding teams to field goals, right? Mm-hmm. If you're giving up touchdowns every time, like it's hard to Seattle is getting. Like Seattle in the red zone this year is like 10 of 11. Touchdowns, 10 of 11. So Myers is and that's in, only because Russ threw that year. shitty pick this week. Now, do you think that was a shitty throw or do you think that was a pretty good play by the DB? It was a bad throw. Really? Yeah, it was, behind, it was way behind Metcalf. If he let him a little bit, it would have been a touchdown. It was a bad throw. But whatever they are, 10 of 11, 9 of 10, whatever the numbers are, it has to be the best in the league. It's like up there for Scoring sure. touchdown every time they get in the red zone. Fuck, man. That's fine. And then on the defensive side... We're giving up a lot of yards. I get it. We're giving up a lot of points. But this week, I like that we are holding them to field goals and created a couple turnovers. Yeah. Turnovers are huge. They're huge. And I, I think that's what Shaq is good at. He is good at taking risks. He gets beat on sometimes because he takes risks, <laughs> but... He gets rewarded. Last two games have been fantastic. This was his best game by far. He played He played really, really good this week. I'm pumped, man. Health is an issue, though. There's a lot of a lot of injuries. On offense, I'm not concerned at all. Like, even if even if Carson has to miss a game, because I'm 98% sure he got a severe concussion. <laughs> He'll be fine. <laughs> like, I think. The offensive line has performed a lot better than I thought they would this year. Yep. And we have too many options throwing the football that if we have to throw the football 55 times in a game, we're going we're gonna to score 48 okay. points. Yeah. I think if we have to do that, it doesn't kill us like it would last year, right? I think it's going to help us to be totally honest. <laughs> what run game? It's just defensively. Literally, our goal this year as the Seattle Seahawks is just outscore. <laughs> That's it. What are we willing? We're giving, willing to give up thirty-four points. Okay, no problem. We'll score thirty-seven. That's fine. Like and our, our defense compared to some other teams in the league has not been that bad. It's just been I'm pretty sure giving up the league. most r- yards and most points in the league right now. Are you serious? The I'm last pretty sure. Okay, I got to look into this. I'm pretty sure, man. <laughs> I'm pretty. You know who I was actually impressed by this week. That is unrelated to the Seattle Seahawks. Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn commentated the game. And I would say is the best so far this year that we've got. Mm-hmm. And he was mediocre. If you put him next to Tony Romo, it's not the same. But as a past quarterback in the NFL, he has a little bit more knowledge than, well, let me rephrase that. He has a significant amount of more knowledge than all of the old white guys that are currently commentating in the NFL. Yeah. I like, he didn't take, he doesn't take chances. He doesn't make predictions, but he gives a little bit more insight and doesn't make mistakes like most of the guys do. Right. Like there was numerous times, I don't know who the old white guy was next to him. John Johnson, like 
Bill Williamson. I'm not sure. So whatever his generic white name insert here. <laughs> the two whatever first his name names, was. Yeah. But he was like 78 years old. He's probably been doing this for 55 years. Hasn't changed the way he, he does it. He made a comical amount of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's uh, Bobby Wagner on another defensive stop here. And Brady's like, uh, that was uh, KJ Wright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. DK Metcalf down the sideline. He's like, uh, that was David Moore. Like, just so if you don't know, you, just yeah. do, like, just don't say anything. But I, I liked Brady Quinn. I would be okay with him commentating next week. I would be more happy if Tony Romo does it, but I don't think we're going to get that. Also, fuck you for finding Car- Carol hundred thousand dollars for the mask bullshit. That's so bullshit, dude. No NFL 60, coach is doing that. Sixty three hundred dollars to Tristan Hill. What's the point? Hurt someone, yeah. What's the point? So what if Pete Carroll doesn't wear a mask and just Carl, goes on the field and tackles someone next game? Is you're that... wearing a gray hat tonight? Yeah. I find you $1.83. Uh-oh. Tristan Hill's like, yeah, no problem. Cool. <laughs> no problem. We're this every Dude, day. Dude, I spent more on hookers and blow last night. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's so true. Do you want to go through some defensive stats? That's where they're getting COVID, Carl. The hookers it's not from blow? the games. It's from the hookers after the game. A hundred percent. And yeah, you always hear teams sneaking people in. A hundred percent. So you are right, Mr. Denny. Right now, overall defensively, we are 22nd, but we have the worst pass yards. yards allowed, pass attempts allowed against us, pass completions, pass touchdowns. And the nope, pass touchdowns are pretty good. Plays. We've given up the most plays against us. Our rushing defense is pretty good. We're seventh in the league right now. Because everyone's just throwing against us, trying to keep up. Well, okay, so let's dissect that a little bit. I think our pass attempts is because we're up early in a lot of games. Mm -hmm. I think our pass yards, also same thing. It's nice that our pass touchdowns are not that high. I think that's a good sign. Um, What was one of the other things you just said? Oh, uh, amount of possession, amount of plays. Yes, plays total plays. So that is a, I think that's a sign directly on the offense. The offense is not running the ball as much, which takes up a lot more time right. usually. Mm-hmm. And the offense is too efficient. Like I know yeah. they weren't as good. They weren't as polished this week. But the offense with Marshawn Lynch in a toilet commercial. What is this? He's trying to He's Beacon Plumbing right now. Nice. Twenty four seven, bro. Oh man. Ooh. Outstanding what people will do for money, eh? <laughs> oh, man. Marshawn, I need you to carry this toilet across the screen. I'll give you $180,000. Yeah, no problem, man. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Can you give me a pack of Skittles too? All right, sure. Yeah, I'll do that. What are we talking about? Defense. Oh, the yeah, offense is too efficient. Yeah, the yeah. offense scores quickly. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we're going to be on the field for a long time. Do you know what's really that stat doesn't That stat doesn't matter to me. No. The amount of pass yards... Matters. The that's really it. Like I don't give a shit about the amount of pass touchdowns matters too, and mm-hmm. being lower is a good sign. But like, as a top team in the NFL, regardless of whether you're the Kansas City Chiefs, the Seattle Seahawks, the Green Bay Packers, like whoever are the top five teams in the league right now, other teams are gonna have to pass the ball a lot to keep up with you. Mm-hmm. You have high-scoring offenses. 
they have to pass the ball a lot. So the and, number of pass attempts, like that's a stupid stat. And because teams are passing so much against us, we're number two in turnovers forced. So interceptions and turnovers, they have two different categories. We're number two in both. We're always good at that. Seahawks are always like top 10 in that those categories. Seahawks are uh, turnovers forced. <clears throat> All right. Shall we? Let's do it. We play the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday Night Football next week. Mm-hmm. Josh Adams is a maybe. Chris Carson. Jamal based, Adams. Sorry. What did I say? Josh. You know what? Let's sign someone named Josh. Josh Adams. Well. There's too many first we're names. Looking, so currently NFL, we're looking for Josh Adams and we're looking for Chris Mullins. <laughs> We'd like to sign both. <laughs> Just, we really hope that Chris Mullins is not related to, what's, what was that guy's name? Nick Mullins, because that guy was shocking. That was one of the worst outings I've seen in a long time, man. If I was a 49ers fan right now, I would be upset. You know Chris Mullins, the basketball player? Yeah, 100%. Let's sign him, man. The, the flat top. The only white guy with the flat top. Dude, 6'6", six, six, 200, let's go. <laughs> You're going to be a good tight end. <laughs> we got too many of those, though. We don't need yeah. <laughs> Scores against the Vikings. Lucas, 3 nothing Seahawks. All right, <laughs> write him down. Can you call him and ask him right now? Yeah, let's actually call him. Just put him on speaker. Okay. This is going to be exceptional. As long as the answer is the phone. <laughs> Hey, Lucas, we're taping the uh, Seahawks Social Podcast right now, and we yep. want to give you a little bit more of a chance this week. So we're going to give you an opportunity <laughs> to pick a score for next week. You're in the mic right now. Seahawks, Vikings, Sunday Night Football. Prediction. Um, I'm going to say Seahawks plaster the Vikings. They're in Minnesota, right? In Minnesota, I believe, yes. Okay, in Minnesota, so it's a 10 o'clock game. No, 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 it's Sunday Night Football. It's Sunday Night Football. It's Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Ooh, and in Minnesota? Yeah, five 5.30 Pac- Pacific Standard Time. sleep by then. It's bedtime for these fuckers. Um, I'm going to say... Sorry, we're going to check that. We're going to check that. Game details. Seattle, Washington, 5.20 p.m. Seattle, Washington? Didn't you say Vikings? Yeah, it's in Seattle. <laughs> The game is going to be located. What kind of podcast are you guys running right now? <laughs> the game is located at the CenturyLink Field. Bunch of riffraff. What are you drinking? Pumpkin beers too? While you're at it? That's correct. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I'm going to say 30, 35 because they've scored thirty points per game already. So thirty-five for Seattle, and I'm going to say. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say. Uh yeah, thirty-five to thirty-five to seventeen. Okay, we're gonna let you go here real quick, but last what question. Uh we're in the process of doing that now. Oh, so you're just gonna like you're using me as a guinea pig. I should have asked you guys. You Do you have two cheaters. minutes? Whole bunch well, of cheaters. Well you've come last the last two weeks, so you technically have to go first. You didn't even give me a chance. Thanks for calling me this time. It's very nice of you. You're welcome. All right, guys. Last question for you before you go. Okay. What is it? Myers is 19 for 19. 
He's only kicked two field goals all season. That could be fucking 100 for 100. I don't think you could be 100 for 100. He starts kicking field goals. They're afraid to even put him out there and kick field goals. I'm surprised he kicked a 54-yarder. That puts some hope in me. But he was so excited like he won the lottery because he kicked a field goal. Poor guy. I think he was just excited to get a chance. (laughs) I think he's upset at Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson scores too many touchdowns. Russell Wilson's got no trust in the kicker. That's why. He's not even going to put it in the kicker's hands. Foot, I should say. At what? At, hold on. Can I ask you one last question? <laughs> yeah. At what point would mm-hmm. you give Myers a compliment? When he wins us a game. Okay. So, so if he kicks, kick, yeah. Only if he gets a game-winning kick, will you give him a compliment? Yeah. For how long? Yeah. What if he go? What if he goes like thirty for thirty in the next? So let's say in the next like whatever four games, five you games. Can't, you can't call extra points kicks like that's just that's a part like that's nothing it's I, a little chip shot i disagree because they're they're now what are they you're kicking from the they're now 30 yard. they're 35 yard field 30, goals 35 no extra no, points no, no, yeah no. extra points are 35 i will yards. give him credit when it's a tied game with two seconds left on on the board and he's got to kick it to win the game okay that then I uh, then I'll have a little bit more faith in him. That's fair. That's a fair point. But I mean, he's got two field goals in four games. I can't be very good either. Well, he's two for two, so it's pretty good. They're afraid to put him out. If you're a hundred percent, regardless of whether you're one for one or a hundred for a hundred, a hundred percent is a hundred percent, man. Well, so is the guy who's on the bench. He's zero for zero. He's a hundred percent. No, that's zero percent. <laughs> No, it's a hundred. It's zero. <laughs> nope, it's a hundred percent. Like Russell Wilson is not a hundred percent. Russell Wilson was twenty-four for thirty-four. That's like sixty percent. That's not that good. No, that's why they decided to try and kick it. Give him a chance. <laughs> Garbage. All right, Lucas. Oh my God. The ever elu- elusive Lucas McCann checking in on I'm the back. CX social. <laughs> what are you guys drinking? Seriously, though. Hmm? We're No, we're. Uh, what what pumpkin beer? Yeah, I got the Phillips Crooked Tooth barrel barrel aged pumpkin ale. Ooh, sounds good. It's delicious. Beauty. All, all right, right, all right, well, brother. Enjoy Monday night. Bye. Chat with you soon. All right, Lucas says thirty five seventeen. Correct. <clears throat> I don't know if I give our defense that much credit. Sunday night football. I'm gonna go out. I mean, like, there's no doubt. Even our offense played like shit in the first half, right? Yeah. Drops. So bad. Rust threw a pick in the end zone and still put up 31. Yeah. Like, honestly, Carl, I'm going 40. Teams can't stop. Like, there's too many good players. No, you're right. You're right. I'm with you on this, man. I'm trying to do the math in my head. 41. Okay. 40 to to 1. All right. No, 41 to 24. 41 to 24. I think we're always going to give up a lot of points. I I think Lucas is incorrect in saying 17. Like, people are going to score points. It is what it is. All right, I was on the exact same mindset as you or thought process. 
It's going to be a high scoring game. 40 stuff to break. I'm going to go 38 24. That's what I said the last two weeks. I think the no, the defenses still haven't figured it out in the NFL. And I think it's going to continue. Lots of scoring. Should we just out of curiosity check what the weather's going to be like in Seattle on Sunday? Probably Ooh, rainy and cold. Sunday, 10 millimeters of rain. Yeah. I'm going to change my score to 37 oh, to 24. By one, eh? <laughs> this fucking guy. Okay, I like it. So you're 37 to 24, and I'm 38 to 24. Would you like to change? No. <laughs> this is exciting. You think you're going to be right on? I need to be close. <laughs> Carl beat me by what? Yes. Like I think you beat me like, yeah. Something? I think you're minus. Close. You're minus like seven, and I was minus like 11 or 12 or something. He's golf scores. Yeah. I know. All right. We love you, Seahawks fans. Hashtag go Hawks. Let Russ cook. Maybe yeah.